Welcome back to the Boys and Bolos podcast. We're down here in the barbershop studio. Welcome to week one. Week one hasn't happened, but we're about to talk one. about week one. Yeah, it's week one, though. It's week one. Jesus. This is, this is, this is our format of our show. Jeff, do you want to tell people that we're going to go off script tonight? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be off, anybody, off the teleprompter? In case anybody didn't realize, this is an unscripted show. I wonder if they know. Well, I assume, I assume that everybody thinks that we... um put a lot of uh due diligence into our weekly preparation yeah like we spend like <laughs> for every hour we actually record we spend 10 hours of investigation real r&d i don't even sleep at night anymore you sleep no oh yeah who sleeps can't sleep can't sleep can't stop one stop <laughs> can't sleep so it's week one it starts on friday it's uh it's unreal it's They're unreal. starting early because fifa in its infinite wisdom decided to put a world cup in the middle of a desert on the backs of slaves. On the backs of slaves. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. We should really well, we should really think that. about how we support this World Cup and whether we should and even talk about it. Jesus. Honestly. I, I only want to talk about it. I really want to talk about it tangentially, like the, in relation to how it affects the Premier League and all the other leagues. Because think about it. It's screwing over every league. Oh, it's going to mess up every league. Yeah. We've never done Scre- this. It's, it's, it's crazy. In my 20 years of watching European football, this has never happened. Yeah. And actually, there was a comment that came out earlier today, and it was some pundit, some Eurocentric pundit that basically said, you know, African players are, I, I forget the exact quote, but Koulibaly basically said, hey, like, you know, put some respect on our name, right? Like, the African Cup of Nations, AFCON, is a serious tournament or something, whatever. But John Scheimer reached out and he said that it's tough to pick up African players sometimes strictly because when AFCON is on, you're going to lose them for six to seven games, and they could go away and then come back with injuries. So from like a strategic point, he's totally right. And this was always Chelsea always dealt with this because for a while we had we had um, John Michelobi, we had uh, Moses, we had a couple other Victor Moses, we had a couple other guys that would go away, and they were starters, and it would just totally kill our team. And you know Liverpool dealt with this when they would lose Salah and Mane. But the point is, that was just. You know, like, one tournament. Yeah, Europe didn't, didn't stop for Africa. Yeah, but Europe will stop for the World Cup, and I just think it's going to throw things off. And I think that players, like, if you're Kane, okay, you're what? He's how old's Kane? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. He's turned twenty nine. So Kane's going to go to the World Cup. He's going to play all the games. I think England will probably make the semis. Maybe. I don't know. I also think they're going to lose the United States in the first round to completely. <laughs> Yeah, think opposing. nonsensical things. Yeah, it's very... But let's let's assume that they go to the final. Well, it's let's nonsensical just... because you said that England's going to go to the semis, and they don't classically do that well in the World Cup. Well, they made it to the semis last time, and they yeah. lost to Croatia in overtime. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. I was thinking Euro. I don't know. They made it far in the Euros too. They made far. Okay, okay. All They're right. trending towards a trophy. They're okay? trending towards something. The women just won a trophy in overtime, which was a cool little thing that they did. I mean, I on paper, awesome. their team is very good. On paper, the team is very good. I digress. Sorry. Keep going. It's okay. But let's live in the world where England goes to the final. And you have a guy like Kane who's going to have to play a lion's share of the games, I think, for Tottenham for them to be really competitive. A lion's share. Look at you. A lion's share. Three, Three lions. lions. The Trace Leones. What, uh, what a guy. That was nice. See what I did there? So let's just live in the world that they play seven games. So I haven't even looked at the schedule, and we should probably look at the schedule, but they'll probably have a two weeks before the World Cup, and then they'll have a week or two after. But if Kane goes away and plays seven games in one month at a high level, he, point being Kane, other players that are going to have to deal with this, they're going to go back to their clubs, wherever they are, whether they're in Europe, in other parts of the world, there's going to be injuries. Mark my word, February and March 
are going to be dark with injuries that we have never seen before. Have never seen before. My only hope is that this summer they're all getting their rest because there hasn't been anything. Like, I know Arsenal's already won silverware. They won, like, the Orlando Cup, and then they won, <laughs> like, the Audi Cup because they beat, like, Bournemouth or some shit. Like, I, I don't care about that. But most players, I hope they're getting their rest now because I'm really worried about the teams that advance the farthest are going to have a lot of players in big club teams, and I think those injuries are really going to influence the Champions League this year. All right, I'm done talking. Uh, it's fine. I... I'm also worried as a Spurs fan that uh, Harry Kane will be playing all the games, and now they finally signed a striker as a backup in Richarlson, and he's going to be playing for a powerhouse in Brazil where he starts. So that's not great for the old Spursy uh, contingent, but you know it'll be all right. The good news okay. is Son will be out with South Korea in the first round, so yeah, that's there's fine. that. Yeah, I don't think that they'll get past the first, but maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll surprise. I mean, you can score worldlies. So they did beat Germany in the last World Cup. So anyway, back to week one. They tied Germany. I just want to make sure. Or did they beat Germany? I can't remember. That was a long time ago. Either way, whether they won or they tied, John Sharmer's freaking out that we don't know these things because apparently we're No, well, I don't care. I mean, on here's the thing. Like, Das football. I really don't follow international football. Like, I'm, if, you, if you're going to talk international football, how many cups Argentina have won, how many messy, Do you, you messy know, trophies. Okay, you know how many cups Argentina have won. One. Damn it, Jeff. Two. Two. What years? I don't know. All right. We're going to have a World Cup where Trivia. I'll explain world football to Jeff. Oh, my God. It will be seven hours long. Jeff will be asleep for six and a half hours of it, but I'll just be talking about <laughs> world football and the dynamics. I've just never been that into it. Like, really? I've just never been that into it. The World Cup is the greatest It's the greatest month every four I years. I just don't get that into it. I just don't get that into it. What? I watch it, but I don't get that into it. I'm just like, I can't follow it. I don't... Like, all the other... Maybe the World Cup I care about, like, it's cool, I guess, but, like, especially this World Cup I've paid less attention to, but, like, also, I mean, like, more, like, international football, like, um, like all the other turn, like, the Euros and the AFCON and the CONCACAF bullshit, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't follow any of it. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what teams are good. Uh, I know you the big teams. You don't know what teams are good? I know the big teams, good? but I don't, like, know any, I don't, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to claim ignorance here, and now you're, like, saying i don't know but i do i'm saying i know but i don't know i really don't i'm saying i don't we will do a world cup special oh my god i don't want to do a world cup special no you you'll be asleep i'll just be talking on the mic do we want to talk about the first game of the premier league season well before before we get to the first game let's look at fantasy teams let's talk about i want to talk about fantasy i want to talk about fantasy you want to get straight into fantasy is on your mind fantasy is on my mind normally we leave fantasy to the end and we just talk about how Oz is literally beating us all with mini bats. It's a new season, though. New hope. Yeah, a new hope. You know what <laughs> happened after a new hope? The empire struck back. So Oz is the empire. Sorry, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good. I like it. We just did you like what I did there. George, to, a little George Lucas for everyone. A little Star Wars. A star. A little everyone. Star Weezy. Well, I, I figured we could look at some teams and talk about players or. Or maybe highlight who we think the, the top three players are. Or the best forward, midfielder, defender, and goalie that you want on your team. And dark horse. We got to pick a dark horse. Okay, and a dark, dark horse. horse. You want to do that? Yeah. Start. We're going to start up top. You want to start up top? Let's start straight at the top. So I maybe. think the, the – and let's just – we're going to fire open the app. And if you're listening to this and Arsenal hasn't played their first game, you still have enough time to go to our Instagram – Boys and Bolos, click on the link and put your team in. It will take like 10 to 15 minutes. We have 16 teams now, I think, which is pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. We had 18 last year, and I feel like after maybe week 
10, 12, somewhere around there, mid, maybe mid-season, a lot of people gave up. Oh, yeah, Eric Chahone made a team and then never touched it. Right, so that's, I mean, Eric I'd rather have, like, less people in the league who are engaged in fighting. I, I don't know. I mean, last but, year there was Mitch, Mac, Oz, you, myself, Diego, Will. There was a good amount of people that were still, towards engaged. the end, trying. Trying. Trying to beat Oz, which is nearly impossible. Well, I wasn't trying to beat Oz. I was just trying to get a respectful place. I don't, I don't even know. I think I finished thing. 11th out of 18. I think it was like 8th. So I whatever. Whatever. Right you're you're above right, the half. Right in the middle. So start well, at the top. Start at the top. We got. There's probably like four choices you're making when it comes to. Yeah. So starters. what I want to do is I want to open up and I want to go to where what, what do I want to go transfers. Yeah, you want to see how much these players are worth, baby. I want to go to add a player. Okay, here we go. So. Let's look at position. I want to go to forwards. So, right now, Holland is the most picked player. Oh, he is still? Out of forwards. Twice as much as Kane, almost. Holland is picked at 46% of the time. Kane's at 26%. And then the net. Oh, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, sorry. My bad. Jesus. Not to be, not to be confused with Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Jesus from Brazil is picked how 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 much he's the highest at what percentage? Seventy three. Did you look? Uh, it's seventy three point six percent. Yeah, I know. You I savant. Know my fa- I'm I'm a I'm a fantasy. I know the stats. You're a fantasy. What? What was the adjective? Guru. Okay, fine. He's like he's a good buy too because I think he's like nine million or something. Yeah, he and and I do think he's going to have a phenomenal season at Arsenal. So he's seventy three percent. Holland's forty six percent. Kane's twenty six percent. Greenwood on Leeds is 24%, but that is only because he's one of the cheaper forwards and everyone gets him and just puts him on the bench, I think. And he'll, he'll, he might actually start. He might maybe. start. Darwin Nunez is at 20%. Taylor from Nottingham Forest is at 12%. Somehow Martial is at 7%, which if you're putting Anthony Martial on your team, I don't know if you know what, what's going on. He's not good. They sent him to Sevilla, right? Yeah, yeah, they're ten hog though now. They sent him to Sevilla and he came back. God, I'm getting I mean, all I got allergies again or something. Donny Vanderbeek's back, baby. They is it really the the Ajax connection, the DVB. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Uh, Mitrovic seven percent. So, anyways, who do you think out of who 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 for you? Kane. Kane's your guy. I mean, he's my guy in the general sense of the word, but <laughs> fantasy. <What? laughs> like I like Kane. like your I mean, homeboy. He's like my homeboy. Like you want to have tea with him. <laughs> Oh Harry, you want to uh, put the kettle on? The reason why Kane's only picked twenty six percent is because he's he costs like twelve and a half million. No, he's eleven point five million, which is the same price as Holland. Oh. And Holland has picked almost forty five percent more. He's on a better team, maybe that's that's definitely why. I think the theory behind Holland is he's, he's going to have games where he's going to have three or four goals because they're just going to beat whatever team in the first fifteen minutes, and he's going to have a field day. Yeah, I also don't know if he'll start some of those lower lower tier uh, team games like the, the Fulhams and the Bournemouths because they'll have Champions League as well. But he's not going to the World Cup, so I guess I don't have to worry about <laughs> overloading him with games. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Kane's my guy. I picked. I put him on my team. Uh, I'm going with kind of the sure thing versus the we haven't seen Holland in the Premier League yet. I mean, Holland's a gamble. Holland, Holland. Okay. I know he scored like twenty five goals in the Bundesliga last year, even on he even though but he missed sixteen games. And I was talking to 
How many goals did he score? He scored like 24 goals or and something. And he missed 16 yeah. games out of 38? So I don't know if they play 38 games, but yeah, 36, Yeah, I think they do. I think they're 20 late 20 yeah, teams. Yeah, he's, he's a beast, but also they play some really bad teams. Like, they play some real stinkers. Like, there's some real stinkers in the Bundesliga. I think Holland's going to get golden boot. Which is going to be, if he gets golden boot, holy shit, welcome to the Premier League. Yeah. When was the last time a guy came, and I don't know the stat. If he, but, if he misses, but if he misses 16 games, he's not going to get golden boot. Oh, no, 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 no. no he needs to I'm play 30 of he, 38. I'm, what I'm trying to, I was trying to, my point was he might get, he might get injured. Like, he's a big, lanky Injury, kind of injury prone, especially the last three seasons. He's missed uh, 1920, he missed eight games. 2021, he missed 10 games. And then last season, he missed uh, 16 games. And these were, they were like multiple injuries. There weren't like one injury that did him in. That was like a freak thing. It was like he had a hamstring issue. He had a hip flexor issue. He had um, like a, he had had like multiple different injuries. And so. Is, Is there something going on at Borussia Dortmund where. I know that they have a crazy good academy, and we've all probably seen the video of that like room they have where you know the ball comes in one side, you shoot it out the other side. Is there something going on with them in injuries? Because Marco Royce has been there his entire career, and he's always had injuries. Yeah. He even missed the 2014 World Cup with Germany. He should have been on that team. Chris and Pulisic come, comes from there. He's always suffered with injuries. Dembele. Aubameyang. Aubameyang. I mean, there's something to be said about I don't know if they're – preparing the players or working on recovery that well because honestly Dembele is one of the most injury prone players in the last 10 years Marco Royce as well Chris Pulisic is always hurt Holland um I would have to look at well Gio Reyna he's been suffering with injuries so uh, they're starting to see a trend yeah, physio physio problems physiotherapist problems yeah like maybe doctors, they don't they're maybe they're just like doing like Reiki and chakra alignment well, let's get off let's get off of this we we know Holland's gonna be good I think Holland's a, a so- I think you're kind of splitting hairs, right? I was talking picking... about Reiki and, and chakras, and you didn't want to talk about. I don't that, want to so talk about that. I hate stuff. this. Can we do midfielders then? Let's. Uh, so, so you're picking. So I'm picking Kane. I have Kane and Jesus. I'm gonna go with Holland or Nunez. They're the two best teams. They're gonna score 100 goals on those teams. Sure. These guys are gonna have chances. Like they're gonna have opportunities to score 25 to 30 goals. Whether they do that is up to them. That's my thing. I, who, who, sorry, can you repeat that? I was going to say Holland or Nunez. You're going with Kane or Jesus. Oh, no, I'm picking... Okay, so I'm picking... I'm going to put two strikers up top. For oh, my you fantasy. are? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going 4-5-1. I, okay, I can, I can appreciate that. Just because defenders and midfielders, when they have points, it's worth way more. Yeah, true. But I just think if they score a ton of goals, it won't... <laughs> It won't matter. It won't matter. But I was just figuring we would just pick a, a better, the best player out of the forwards, okay. midfielders. Right, yeah. So right. I'm going to go with Holland, and my second would be Nunez. I'm just going to go for the, for, the, for, the, for the new guys coming to the league. Cool. I'm going Kane. Midfielders, the most picked is Mo Salah at 60%. Son is at 25%. Andreas with Fulham is 25%. But once again, I think that's because he's so cheap and people aren't playing. He's 4.5 million. Then Luis Diaz is at 22%. That makes sense. Saka, 21%. Martinelli, 19%. Neto is at 18.9%. Coutinho is 18%. Who, De Bruyne's only at 15%. Uh, who, for you, is your midfielder? The lock. Salah. Salah. Okay, next. Let's. There's not even a point. But, he, yeah, yeah. He honestly destroyed. If you didn't have Salah last year, like I don't think you had a chance. Um, so let's do defenders. Uh, Alexander-Arnold's at 58%. Cancelo, 45%. 
Reese James at 39%. Parasitch is at 29%. Uh, who who do you got? Dawson Garland. TAA. Me too. Tons of assists. Can't score goals. <laughs> Tons of assists. Can't score goals. Uh, goalkeeper Mendy is the most chosen, and I have him. Yay. Allison's at 19%. Ederson's at 16%. Ward's at 13.8%. But once again, Ward is only at 138 because he's $4 million, and that's why people are choosing him. Right. Right. So who's, you, who's your goalie? Same, Mendy. Same. So I want to stay on goalies for a second because I thought it was the we. There were two bits of news this week which made me feel very uncomfortable in my loins. One of them was that Casper Schmeichel is going to league on. Apparently a guy like wants to learn French. Uh, he's been with uh, Leicester for 13 seasons now. Well, not anymore, but he was there for 13 seasons. He was there a long time. I guess that's true. He and, was there with them when they were in the championship. Yeah, and then he the promotion. He won. The, he won the league. He won an FA Cup. You know, he's done, he's done some th- some things there. So I don't think easier league. You know, he doesn't have to compete that hard. <laughs> I mean, I I I guess I forget that. And then the other piece of news that weirded me out, and you, Diego, and I already spoke about it on the group chat, but this really made me feel uncomfortable, was that Rui. Puge, Pugue, whatever, 22-year-old R- kid from Pugue. Barcelona, is playing for LAFC. L- LA Galaxy, excuse me. Oh, God, don't don't mix those two up. But he transferred to LA Galaxy. That just is so weird to me. I, I can't really handle it. He's what, 22 or 19? He's 22. He's 22. He's Should under the for- age of 25. Most times players don't come over from Europe unless they're 25. And there was a guy, and I'm blanking on his name, but he came over from... Juventus, he was an Italian guy. He played for Toronto. I don't even know if he won the title with them in the it MLS. Would, it honestly, Bar- Barcelona is such a dumpster fire. It wouldn't be surprised if they, like, backdoor paid him a certain amount of money to, to, leave. to leave to get him off the books so they could register all their players. Register, they won't be register all their players if they get rid of him, but register, like, a player or two, you know? Because they Lewandowski, uh, who else did they sign? Kunde, Christ, Christensen, is that right? Yep. I don't think they're registered yet. I don't think they are either, and I don't know what they're going to do. And DeJong's on, like, they could probably register all, Alou and, oh yeah, they could register all of them, I think, if they get rid of DeJong, who's on, like, 560K a week, with euros, which is out of control. Uh, that was another thing you guys, you share with me, <laughs> that, like, they're, they're top, the average of their their like top five highest paid guys is around like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a week. The average, that's insane. That's higher than like any salary in the Premier League. I guess that's because the euro is such shit now, right? <laughs> that's true. Shout out the European bank. Sorry, sorry. It was Sebastian Giovinco. I had to look it up. That's why I've been so oh. quiet. Sebastian Giovinco came over, and I believe he came over from Juve. But when he came over, he was like. 27 or 28 he still had years in his legs and it was really a surprising move but that's the last time i've been surprised by a guy coming over because normally it's like chiellini who's going to lafc to like hang out with bale and i don't know sit on venice beach and smoke pot with snoop like i don't know why he's there i guess when he's like well italy's never going to be in a world cup again so but yeah sorry going back to barcelona the stats that we shared i think you were talking about the average being like 450 there's like normally one or two players, maybe one player on a Premier League team that's on those wages. Yeah, like Salah. Maybe. Salah. That's yeah, it. and they've had to fight for it. Like Salah had to 
probably in the back room, kind of really advocate for that, even though he's Mo Salah and he won a title, won the Premier League with them, won the Champions League with them, and just taken them to, they lost the Champions League final, but he's taken them to another Champions League final in five years or whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's insane that Barcelona was just handing these guys contracts that obviously they were going to be like, yeah, great, 500K a week? Hell yeah, I'm taking that. And then obviously you see what's happening now is that like they owe him like 15 million in wages. They ask him to take a pay cut. They're being, they're like, you know, you don't you want to be part of the, if you want to be part of this team, you got to like take what, you know. Who are you talking about? Barcelona. But who, who Dijon. specifically? Dijon. Oh, that, that whole thing is crazy. And the, you put it in the chat, like, oh, who would possibly pay his wages? And I was like, oh, Chelsea. Chelsea loves overpaying. But I do think Dijon is one of the nicer, young, holding, kind of like stewards of the midfield in the world. I, I just think he's such class. Yeah, he's he's very good. And like any Premier League team would want to sign him. But from a business perspective, it doesn't make any sense to sign him, right? Unless you're share, unless you pay him half or something. Like you're paying only a portion of his wages. You're getting paid in IOUs. Yeah, like, I don't know. If you only have to pay... 280k a week as opposed to 560k a week if you're Chelsea and you get Dijon I don't know I mean he'd be great our our midfield we have Jorginho Kovacic Conte he'd be great in there now we got pretty boy Connor Gallagher who I I I don't know I I don't know why he's like whatever I think Ross Barkley's still hanging around cleaning boots It's a whole weird vibe at Chelsea these days. Chelsea. Sterling's are <laughs> the best part. Is Sterling's Jorginho. are Milan Deor. Jorginho is like the preferred center midfielder for that team. It depends who we're playing because last year we would play Conte and Kovacic. We played them every time we played Liverpool. We played Conte and Kovacic, and those guys just ran like Jordan Henderson and Thiago into the ground. Like, like no, if I- Thiago has time, he can be a problem. When Conte and Kovacic are nipping at his ankles, he's not that big of a deal. I actually think Tuchel likes Jorginho more than Conte. But that's just my opinion. You think so? Yeah. Why is that? Because he plays him more. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's true. I mean, it's it's a I, I follow some uh, Chelsea uh, Chelsea Twitter accounts, and they they're not pleased with the some of the uh, squad selection from Tuchel. It's so interesting how every single Premier League team, if you look at their Twitter, maybe except for Man City. If you look at their Twitter, maybe Man City, I don't know. I'm sorry. No, Man City's butterflies and rainbows, dude. Butterflies, <laughs> rainbows, and unicorns. But everyone else's, it doesn't matter how well they do. There's this like dark undercurrent of like negative witchcraft energy at all times. It's really dark. It I, really I don't like dark. it at all. It can it get dark. It can you can take a guy and also like there are guys or people, it could be guy or girl. Uh, and or even anybody could be they could be gender fluid could be gender fluid who are ve- could be very positive like for instance Spurs ten out of ten window they're doing great transfer season they don't sign one player or like somebody gets injured and now they're like kind of they're not as deep as they were at a position and like it goes dark and then like everybody starts getting on that like kind of mentality of of like it's not as good and it, it's if you really look at the window it's been shit and it goes like it's be, it goes from like 10 out of 10 window to like four out of 10 window within like a four hour period on twitter it's i hate it's it. actually insane i'm just not here for it it's I, twitter dude it's twitter is toxic it's a toxic environment it can be toxic twitter is to- well it can be toxic i also just think that it's much easier to hate on something than it is to it's really to, bi- to, to build something up 
And, like, with Chelsea, I'm always positive. Mainly. There was a dark period before Lampard got sacked where I was pretty just like, me. But, like, I'm not going to go talk shit about Chelsea. Except Lukaku, because he's a lug. Oh, but Lukaku isn't Chelsea. He never has been. He's a lug. He came over here and always wanted to go back to Italy. Bye. Land of pasta and sun. See you, bro. It's, It's the weirdest thing ever. That was the weirdest like, saga. They I don't like, know why Amazon don't have, you know, it's like all or nothing. It's just called nothing. And it's just about Lukaku when he came to England. And he puts his bags down. And it's like the Belgians here, sits on the bench, does nothing. He gets paid $25 million for every goal he scores. If you look at the goals he scored, too, they were all against, like, like top bottom 15 teams. And they were trash goals. He, they were trash. Dude, I, it still blows my mind that the Chelsea back office, like, bought him. I'm like, what do you guys not see? He's going to be trash. I don't know why I didn't find some, like, I don't know why I didn't fly to London when he was there. Find some Chelsea diehard fan millionaire and bet him a lot of money that Lukaku was going to be dog shit. I, I knew it in my bones. We both knew it in our bones. It was insane. We watched him play. You could watch, you just watch him move, and you know <laughs> he's just not cut out. Like, Darwin Nunez and, and Holland are, like, agile, like, athletic humans who, like, have a penchant for like scoring goals. Lukaku's just a lug. He's just the, the he weird, can barely move. Oh yeah, it's painful. The, the weird thing about Lukaku is, and I saw this stat, and I have it. Uh, I wish I had it handy. Is like he's one of the most expensive when you look at overall transfers in the history of club football. If you add them up, his when he came to United, they overpaid for him, even though he actually did decently well there for a season. When he went to Everton, they paid a lot relative to where he was. When he went over. To enter, they had to they had to shell out some cash. It's just like when we bought him 120. I think I think, he's, um, I think teams have paid over like 400 in overall transfer fees on him. <laughs> and like legitimately, Jamie Vardy was bought for one million pounds. One million pounds. I'm telling you, Vardy could be a sleeper pick this year. Vardy's only picked like four point something percent. Mm-hmm. He could totally be a sleeper pick because Vardy had a shit season last year because he was injured. And he is honestly like the most. He's the funniest Premier League. When I think of the kings of shithousery, as far as like a top three and a four three three, my all time would be. Ooh, it's tough. My all time would be Vardy. I see for Charleston. Charleston. No, no, still Vardy, Diego Costa, and Luis Suarez. (laughs) That is shithousery on another level. Diego Costa is actually like criminally insane. Vardy. Had, like he's like Marshawn Lynch. He just like has Skittles and vibes for the games. And then Luis Suarez has bit three different people on three different teams. He's gonna bit somebody. He's gonna bite somebody else this season because he's playing in. Like, yeah, he's back in Uruguay playing yeah. for Nacional now. Where there's no no rules. There's no there's rules. No down rules. There. If no you rules. ever go to Argentina or Uruguay or Chile, do not play there. You will get the shit kicked out of you. There's no rules. And then they're the nicest people. <laughs> well. Should we actually talk about Premier League this this week? Oh yeah, you want to talk about the week coming up? Yeah, let's just go through it quick. Uh, is Arsenal going to win their Friday game? Now let's start there. Arsenal seems to always kick off the seasons. Last year they lost to the team that came up that starts with the B, Brentford. They lost to Brentford two nothing on the Friday. Remember we celebrated like we oh, won yeah. the World Cup. Well, it was a good day. It's a great day. It was a nice sunny day. I think it's because their Arsenal are first in the. Alphabetically, so they just play first, right? Is that how it works? Maybe. So they play Crystal Palace. I don't know. There's, there's probably Arsenal fans probably think it's some kind of conspiracy where like now they'll only have like 
so many days rest so it'll hurt them for the next game. <laughs> so the entire season because they started first, first yeah it like the lunar alignment is yeah wrong, it's right? all off like the, the house is in a now, different rising now moon they're moon. on like a different like their their chakras aren't aligned their chakras are their definitely chakras messed up <laughs> right their third eye is is all messed up in the entire season they'll use that you know that yeah. john scheimer has a has a ouija board <laughs> and he's moving it around and he's asking will they beat crystal palace and it it lands on the maybe, and he just can't sleep. He's not sleeping till Friday. I can't. I can't with this team. <laughs> Here's the thing about Arsenal that I hate. They actually look really nice They're actually good with Zinchenko. Yeah. And I honestly think Jesus is going to bag like 20 goals. And I don't know the last time Arsenal had a forward with 20 goals. It was probably maybe Van Persie. I don't think Aubameyang ever had no, a 20 Aubameyang goal season, but I think it was probably 20. back to Van Persie, which was like 2013, 2014, 2015. They beat, uh, no, it was, no, 2010, 2011. I yeah, and they were they making beat, Champions League back then. Yeah, 2010, 2011, they beat Chelsea once 4-2, to and Van Persie just ran all over us. It was probably back then. But anyways, I, I think Jesus is going to do well. So with this Crystal Palace game, it is at Selhurst. I mean, I would love for Arsenal on the road Back-to-back years, because they lost to Brentford last year on the road, the Bees. I don't see how Crystal Palace win this, but it's football. Like, anything could happen. But I'm going to go with Arsenal. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I think Arsenal. I'm not win. doing any scores. I'm just going to no. Arsenal. I'll just win. They'll win. Uh, on Saturday, we got a lot of games. Fulham, Liverpool at 730. Who do you, who do you got oh, there? Boy. I mean, I think Liverpool's going to just oh, walk away. Like, yeah. I think Mitrovic is going to score a hat trick, because apparently he's God. But I think Liverpool is going to score 70 goals. <laughs> and Darwin Nunez is going to score 20 in the first game. And your entire theory that he sucks is going to be out the window. I, I hope so. And you may actually quit the pod after that. I, I think they'll win. It'll be 70 to 3. I'm going to say 5 to 2 on that game. Okay, now. I'm going to give a score. But well, that's the only one I'm going to Well, my to. score was 70 to 3, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm rescinding mine, 70 to 3. Mitro- Mitrovic hat trick. That's it. Trent Alexander Arnold is going to score 11 penalties. <laughs> One of them, he will score by running from half and diving and hitting it with his head. Which isn't illegal, by the way. You could totally do this. No one's done it, but you could do this. <laughs> well, it would, fa- would help my fantasy, at least. Exactly. exactly. All the Darwin Nunez people. To, the fantasy, Oz somehow has all the Liverpool. He has more than three Liverpool players because he's Oz. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth, Aston Villa. Uh, I guess Aston Villa, Bournemouth. Oh, Aston Villa made some good signings. They got Coutinho. They got... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But they had Coutinho. No, but who else did they get? They got a center back. I don't know. I think they're going to be decent. They don't have any European competition. I'm looking at sixth place for them this this season. That's a that's an off-the-cuff uh, prediction. Actually, that's what we're supposed to do that is do our predictions for top four and all that. We'll do that next week. <laughs> we'll give it a week. We'll, we'll judge it based <laughs> maybe, on one week. Maybe we'll do our top four predictions in week 37 <laughs> just to see if we're right. Uh, Leeds Wolves. Nobody wants to hear our predictions. Everybody knows who's going to finish. Like, Actually, there's no point. City's won the league. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like Liverpool's second. The three teams that come, are going up are probably going back down. I actually think it's going to end the top four like it did this past year. Yeah. I think it's going to be City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Spurs. Yeah, and maybe Spurs and, and Chelsea will flip, but but, ba- but like barely. Maybe on like United a and Arsenal points. will still be battling it out for the fifth, fifth yeah, and sixth. Okay, yeah. well that's Whatever, done. That's it. Uh, <laughs> good job. Leeds, good job, everyone. Hope <laughs> you enjoyed that. Leeds, Leeds Wolves. This is at Ellen Road. I'm gonna go with Wolves. Oh, I want to pick Leeds. Actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Leeds unless Leeds. Chelsea's playing because they are now America's team. 
Yeah, and Lee's actually like signed players and made improvements. I don't think Wolves made that many improvements. I think Neto's good, but I'm super it. excited to see Tyler Adams play more on a regular basis. Jimenez actually might come back and be good again after another year off with his head recovering. Okay, Jimenez isn't going to be good. Uh, Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. I don't think that's like so harsh. She's harsh on Jimenez. Mr. He'll never play football ever again. Yeah, and I st- the, the thing He'll is, never be ever in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, well, there's ever. a conspiracy in my head that that's his twin brother who came back, and he just wears a head wrap. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, what's that movie with Christian Holy Bale? Shit, that's a good conspiracy. Yeah, you better put that on Twitter. Yeah, but what's the Christian Bale movie? The Prestige. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the uh, this is the Prestige. Alo Mexicano. He's just out there. He's like, Javier, I need you to come play. He's like. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. Dude. I'm just saying. It's a good theory. I love it. Fun fact, Diego Costa has an identical twin, twin brother. brother. It is one of the weirder things when if you like search, if you are near, if you're listening to this and you find us at all entertaining, open up your smartphone and Google Diego Costa twin brother. It is uncanny and unsettling, but you will laugh. <laughs> so do yourself a solid. I think I've I've seen that one before. I'll, I'll do it while we're doing this. Uh Newcastle, Nottingham. What do you think? Oh, Newcastle, I think Newcastle are good. I think uh, Gamerez, their midfielder, he's oh, one yeah. of my uh, he's one of my sleeper picks for fantasy. So I did, think. Did you pick him up? Yeah, I picked him up. I think Trippier is gonna. He's back from injury. I think he'll be solid this season if he doesn't like get a red card or whatever, uh, and or he doesn't get injured. He's he loves injury, but he he's really good at free kicks. So I hate it. I hate. I hate. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's not even Diego Costa. It's this other dude that I don't even know if I put this on the internet. It's not appropriate. I'll put this in our store. No, I'll put this on our post. It's uncanny. Yeah, it's uncanny. I'm going to make a meme out of this. This is unbelievable. If you're listening to the pod, go to our go to our go to our Instagram and you might you might find a chuckle. I I also think Newcastle is going to be is going to be good and I think Nottingham's going to have a tough I think actually Newcastle will battle for that uh, Europa Conference League spot. Seven. Really? Yeah. Ooh, we, we might have to do the full league. We should. We 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 should. It's agree not the, the top the four league. and the bottom three. It's those. It's those like bubble teams for like Europe. Yeah, that, seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, dude, like Aston Villa, uh, Aston Villa, Newcastle, Leicester, maybe up there. Like those teams are all like going to be battling for the seventh place. Tottenham, Southampton. Tottenham. You guys are at home. You guys are going to win this. The next game is Everton-Chelsea. And last time we went to fucking Goodison Park, oh, we God. somehow lost one nothing At the end of the season. When in they a were game a where Jordan Pickford battle. literally embodied, like, Muhammad. And, like, was just the most impressive thing ever. If, I hope we bury them. I really hope we bury them. They don't have Richarlson. Like, DCL, I guess he's going to have to walk on water because... I don't. I just. I just hope we bury them. So I hope Chelsea. Alley. Okay. Good God. Next game: Leicester, Brentford. This is at the King Power. Oh, I'm gonna go Leicester, but Brentford will make it interesting. I mean, it'll be it'll be close. I agree. It'll be close. Uh, Manchester United, Brighton. Oh God! I don't know what Ten Hag is even doing. Are they good now? Are they not good? Is he like a good coach? I, I don't know anything about Ten Hag. I guess oh. he was at Ajax for a while, so I guess they. They're good. In but. one of his uh, pre-games, he had he took Ronaldo off at half, and they were like arguing. Yeah, and uh, Ronaldo. And then went Ronaldo home. Yeah, and then Ronaldo left the stadium at halftime. Like right after that, he's like, "I'm out." Locker room seems real positive. 
Things like a lot of good things going on over there. Yeah, there's like a lot of positivity. They're gonna get rid of Tellez. I heard Tellez is going on loan. Really? Yep. Uh, so, but Marshall's back. Uh, Rashford, will he play? Fernandez. This, I, I'm gonna put this out here. I think United are gonna finish outside of Europe, and I think they're gonna have a very rough season. Because I look at this team. And they have made no improvements. No improvements. Are we assuming that Ronaldo's on the team still? It doesn't even matter if Ronaldo's on the team. Their defense is so shitty. And it's De Gea really has bad. been so questionable for about three to four years now. Like And they got rid of they got they got rid of Dean Henderson. They got rid of they did pick up Erickson, which I thought was a great pickup. Oh yeah, that's good. They'll stabilize th- the midfield a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but not defensively. Not defensively. But it'll give them an option moving forward. I mean, he'll work well with Fernandez. I mean, if you look at the forwards, Jane Sancho, I don't think we've seen where he can go. I don't even know. Alanga, I actually really like. Rashford, I nope. haven't seen him play well since the Euro, like nope. since that season. Diallo, mm, me. Martial, they literally sent him on loan. They do not care about him. And Ronaldo doesn't want to be there. And this is the first time in... If If, if they don't let Ronaldo go... I will dare to say it's the first time in his entire career he will have to play a season at a club he doesn't want to be at. All the time he was with United, he wanted to be there. Then he was able to leave on his own accord, go to Real Madrid, played a bunch of years, scored 450 goals. Then he left on his own, played two years or two and a half or three years at Juventus. Then he's like, hey, I don't want to be in here anymore. And they're like, fine. They sold him to United. He's at United for last season, and now he wants to leave. If they do not let him leave, I don't know what happens because I've never seen him. And it's a World Cup year, and it's his last World Cup. So it's a very, like, sticky thing. Yeah, I could see him totally just kind of hanging around United, playing every once in a while, not really, and then just, like, training on his own to play for Portugal. The understanding is that, he, like, his focus is Portugal. His focus is the World Cup. Just get himself to the World Cup in form, in some kind of form. And then drop off And after. then drop off after. I think he wants. I think he will go back to Sporting Lisbon, where I believe he started. He didn't play for Benfica. He didn't play. It was Lisbon, yeah. It's Sporting Lisbon. I think he'll be back there next season. A la Luis Suarez. A la, I do believe that Messi eventually will go back to Argentina after his MLS stint, which I think is, is on the way. So I'm really worried for United. I'd like to see them competitive because I don't want to beat them and be like, oh, it's just United. I want to see them competitive and I still want us to beat them. But I really worry. They have not made the wholesale changes they need to make. <clears throat> I'm just going to say one thing. Okay. Just, just one thing. Slabby Maguire oh my God. is still captain of Manchester United. The fact that Ten Hag didn't come in and like take the team to Denmark on a road trip and then leave Harry Maguire at a gas station with no <laughs> cell phone is a freaking mind blow. That guy, like... Honestly, conspiracy theory, I think he's just pulling one over it. Like, he's pulled the wool over our eyes for years. He's not good. $80 million they paid for him. $80 million. My. It's, and uh, the thing, I, I, a question, like, so what happened to Luke Shaw? What happened to that guy? Luke Shaw. He was good. Luke Shaw, in the year of the Euro, was one of the best outside backs in the world. He was so good that in the year of the Euro... Chelsea had just won the Champions League, and he kept Reese James and Chilwell. They never touched the field. That's right. Because that's how good Luke Shaw is. And Luke Shaw always had this, like, dad bod 
and now he's actually just playing like he has a dad bod. It's unbelievable what happened to him. He's honestly, it actually is. But that just speaks to United. It's not a place where you go and you're going to grow. Like It's not like a fertile fl- flower bed. You're going to go there and wilt. Yeah. It's really bad. It's really bad. Like It's real bad. It's like, where careers go to die. Uh, yeah, it is now. It used to be where you would go and like excel. I mean, Bruno Fernandez had that season two seasons ago where he, he scored a shitload of goals, and it was mostly penalties, but still like very productive and like controlled that midfield. La- where was he last season? He was shit last season. He was shit last season. He was shit. He was an absolute ghost of himself. Well, and, and that's the thing. That's why I think they're going to have such a rough season. Other than Erickson, I don't know what other changes they've made. I just don't know, like, what that team's trying to do. Like, I don't know any understand anything, what they're doing. I, like I said, I think that they're going to finish out of Europe, and I'm going to say it now in this pod. I think United may finish 10 and higher. The, the, key, the key to strong Premier League teams and strong – Champions League teams is center backs. What has every team strengthened? Center backs, or they've got they've fallen back to. They've str- like uh, Virgil Van Dyke, Cancelo, and uh, Diaz. Well, Cancelo's not really center back, but Diaz. <laughs> you got now got Koulibaly. You got Silva that came in and, and won them a Champions League at Chelsea. And now Spurs have Romero, and they have Dyer playing f- phenomenally. Who deserves? D- Dyer deserves. You've it. been saying this for way longer than anyone else ever on the planet. If Dyer doesn't start in their World Cup team, they're in trouble. They're in absolute trouble. If he doesn't get a call-up in the next whatever friendlies they do in the fall, that means Southgate has a definite, definite, just something, he's got something against Dyer, like personally. Because to 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 have Harry Maguire start, if, if it's a Harry Maguire-John Stones pairing in the back, they will not win the World Cup. They're that he they those two they're not gonna work. This is work. why since England fell apart in the penalty shootout to to Italy, right? Italy that team is done. All those players have gone to the MLS. They didn't even make the World Cup. Italy is so screwed for their national team moving forward. I don't even know when it comes to like European supremacy or world supremacy. That English team. I'm not intimidated by it, which is why I keep saying I think the U.S. is going to beat them. You look at what Aronson, you heard of Aronson, Weston McKinney, uh, Reyna, and Pulisic all running at you. They will roast Harry Maguire and John Stones. He's going to fall. They're going to f- literally fall over. I'm going to put, I'm, I was going to put $100 on that. I might even put $101 on that. Yeah. I, I just don't know what they're trying to do. Like, I, what what I'm trying to say is that center backs are kind of the foundation and yes. that's a, of of a of a, a solid team. If you do not have good center back play, you will lose pretty much. You will lose the important games. You'll beat the crap teams. You'll beat the Bournemouths and the Fulhams and you'll Norwiches. But you're you're not going to beat Liverpool without good center backs. Oh, you're no, not. They're going to get they're going to get destroyed. Liverpool last year beat United over two games. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think nine nothing. Right. Over two games. I believe they may break that. I think they may get 10. Who is going to stop Darwin Nunez, Salah, and Luis Diaz? <laughs> Luke, Dad Bod Shaw, Eric Bailly, Phil, I had the ball Phil Jones. Jones. Still in that Ralph team. Elveron, the ghost of Real Madrid. Dawa, no. Tellez is gone. Juan, Obi-Wan, Basaka, please. Brandon Williams, the dude just got his driver's license. This team is 
Yeah. They're in so much trouble. Harry fucking Maguire, dude. I'm gonna I'm I'm tweeting this after. They're gonna finish tenth or higher. That's my I'm gonna put it. In fact, if I can find a line, I'll bet I'll bet fifty dollars to finish tenth well, or higher. Fun fact for all our uh, Massachusetts listeners. Sports betting just became legal legal in Massachusetts online and at the casinos. So uh hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll be able to make our bets, parlays. Line, yeah, you know. Jenna will have you sleeping in the uh, garage by December. Yeah, because all, all our money will be gone, baby. Uh, no diapers for the boys. I put it all on Spurs. <laughs> they lost to Bournemouth. It was a sure thing, I promise. <laughs> all right, next game. Next game. Uh, the last. Do we ever say who would win that United game? By the way, who are they playing? Oh, they're playing Brighton. Oh, uh, I think Brighton will win that game. It's at Old Trafford. Man. If Brighton win the first game of the season at Old Trafford and, and Ronaldo doesn't want to be there and he doesn't score. Is he going to play, Ooh. though? Yeah, he's got to play. How, who is he going to play? Martial over Ronaldo? I don't know. Is Ronaldo even going to show up? He's just going to ghost Ten Hag. No, Ronaldo's a competitor. He's going to show up. But it's going to be rough. Watch everyone. Watch the body chemistry when Ronaldo gets subbed off, no matter when that happens. He won't play 90. I don't think he'll play Oh, no. 90. He'll play like 60. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a tie. I think it's going to be super underwhelming. Okay, 1-1 one, one or something? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, 7-7. Seven, seven. All right. Uh, the final game is West Ham versus Man City, and it's at the London Stadium. I think City win this, unfortunately. I know that West Ham have had a, you know, they had a pretty good pretty good season last year. David Moyes is the Scottish wizard. because he's uh, No, I actually, I actually disagree with you. They looked, I mean, against Liverpool, Liverpool's, Rocked them in the Community Shield. Oh, are you talking about City? Yeah, City got rocked by Liverpool in the Community Shield. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going. I think at home, West Ham are a pretty good team. They got the bubbles flying around. They got Antonio doing a little up there. They got Jared Bowen running real hard if, in the middle. If you look in the last six years, first of all, can you do the Jared Bowen running again? <laughs> Jared Bowen is doing his little shuffle around oh the midfield. I picked him up in my fantasy. Don't forget, JB. Uh. If you I'm just saying it's going to be a tie. I don't think they're going to win. So every time City loses oh, the next in game. the last six years, okay, okay, okay. Pep takes them all, puts them in a dark room, and plays Celine Dion <laughs> for like 15 hours. My heart will go on. And then they come out and they destroy teams. I think they're going to put or the do you think punishment on the hammers. Or do you think or, or do you think they just didn't take the community shield that seriously? I don't think they care about the community yeah. shield. The only thing so, they care about is Champions League. That's the only thing Holland cares about. That's the only thing Pep cares about. I think. I mean, Holland. He, I'm sure he wants to win the Premier League. So I actually don't fan, think that. I don't think that there is good. I don't think they're going to care about the last game they played. So I think they're just. I think they should come out and they're going to play a regular game and they're going to they're going to tie. If they play a regular game, ten out of ten times against West Ham, they're probably going to win eight of those. <laughs> all right, I'm tie just making a prediction. One. All right, don't get mad at me. I'm just making a prediction. The prediction's interesting. Well, we're not putting money on it yet, so. Make it a little more interesting. I'm putting uh, money on it yet, aka, I haven't <laughs> gambled away all of my family's money down at Encore in Revere. Yeah, I'm not Jenna, going I down. Go get some beer. I'll be uh, okay. back in two hours. I'm not going down to Revere to save five percent on taxes if I win anything, because that's the difference. That's the only difference. That's the only reason you go down there. It means you're not spending the big bucks. No, I gotta, I gotta do it online. I gotta. I'm a man of the 21st century. Oh, you're a man of the 21st century. <laughs> As opposed to the 22nd century? Yeah, what the shit? The 23rd century. Uh, I think that's it for this episode, Jeffrey. Any last things you want to say about the Any world? Any last words? <laughs> Any last words? 
What about a fucking guillotine, dude? Under uh, a guillotine? Yeah, the start of the Premier a League. Hangman's noose. Jeff, the start of the Premier League is the gig. Is 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 the. It feels like every week I'm like on. Yeah, it feels like every week I'm on the chopping block about my predictions. Like I'm making these bold claims, and well, then you I said come Darwin true. Nunez is gonna flop, which I still think is a rough call, dude. Honestly, sometimes I th- say things, and we should go listen back to the tape and then insert the audio because they're good calls. They're real no, good calls. No, when you make a good call, I give it to you. I think the Darwin Nunez is a tough call. It's a tough call, but he's looked very sloppy in preseason and in training. Very sloppy. If he's he a turns out to boy. be the Lukaku, he's a that's sloppy what I'm saying. boy. I think you need to find a bet and just put whatever you believe on it because no one. But okay, I, this I is think my it's problem against the grain. Okay, I said twelve goals. I said I didn't say he was going to be a flop. Like he's only going to score like two goals. I said 12 goals in the Premier League. I think he'll score more in all competitions. Yeah, you, you second, said up to 20 in all competitions. S- second, Chimer wanted to bet me. He wanted to make a $100 bet with me that he was going to score 14 goals. What fucking bet is that? 14? 14 or more, yeah. That's lame. That's not a bet. That's, that's freaking razors. Like, what are you talking about? That's that's barely a difference. Well, yeah, yeah but he, he's saying if, if, you, if you're thinking he's going to score 12 or less, He's giving you two to play with, and he's just saying fourteen or more. He but thinks, that's not that bold of a claim. I think I think he needs to come at me with like fifth, like sixteen. This is gonna be a bigger. Spread so you're saying if it. he takes sixteen, you'll take it for a hundred dollars. Keep in mind, John Scheimer is broke. He's living on the street somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm and not he taking, only has I'm the hundred dollars that I Venmoed him because of the fucking Arsenal bet. That's all he has to his name, Jeff. Not, He's just trying to move up in the world. I'm just He's trying saying, to take his hundred and get two hundred. That two goal buffer isn't enough for me to bet a hundred dollars. That's what so I'm saying. So if he says 16, you'll take the bet. No, I'm using 16 as an example. Okay, I'm not betting Sean, John Scheimer anything because I don't want to live in the world of John Scheimer bets. Because that I, is... John Scheimer bets. <laughs> John Scheimer bets. It's like, I can't live in that, that reality. You I know that if you that. say that you'll take 16, he's going to listen to this and he'll drive up here and like scan your Venmo code and be like, thank you. I'm not taking He's any just bets trying to move up in the world. He's trying I'm to take not his trying 100... To take- and make two hundred. He's I trying to it. beat inflation. I get it. I understand. I'm not. He's that's a man not of my principle. game. I'd rather use my gambling money elsewhere. I have an allotted amount. Jenna gives me. I have to use it. In other How places. much is that amount? <laughs> it's. I can't disclose that. You can't disclose that. No, I can't. It's an can't obscene let... amount that makes everyone feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Nobody wants to know. You guys are selling stuff on eBay just so you can gamble more. <laughs> I'm, I've I've been kiddying money away because I knew that the state was going to pass. Sports betting. So, so I, you've I have been a, like Andy Dufraining your wife. <laughs> I have a a stash, a stash. a stash of cash. We're in a recession. It's wise to keep cash on hand. This is good. Yes, it's like cash under the mattress, except it's cash in the mattress. <laughs> your <laughs> mattress cash. is actually it's full cash. of cash. It's actually on top of my mattress. It's, We've been sleeping very on firm. Cash. You have the mattress, and then you have the top sheet, and then in between that is just cash. <laughs> it's just cash. It's like it's like a Tempur Pedic, but. <laughs> Cash. Temp- more like temper fiat. Uh, catch us next week. We might talk about football, but maybe we'll, we'll just talk about cash again. We'll just talk about economics. We're in a recession. Everyone needs to get their shit together. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Boys and Bolos podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Twitch, at Boys and Bolos. If you'd like to be a guest, please reach out. You can hit us on any of the social media accounts that Jeff just mentioned or email us directly at boysandbolos at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.